you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oh, Steve and Larson. Don't you dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and Feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. I want to say thank you to all the friendos who joined us for the live stream tonight, the reactions uh, to SummerSlam. Uh, you know, no matter what happens in wrestling, it's always more fun, regardless, to watch it with friendos, to watch it with yep. other people, with friends. Uh, Correct. So, you know, whether or not uh, SummerSlam had you into it, had you uh, scratching your head, maybe. Hey, if you were with us, we had a blast. Thank you to everybody for hanging out with us, and especially thanks to the Enforcer uh, himself for hanging out yes. with us, uh, uh, the, the best third man in the business today. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And uh, on top of that, a very special happy birthday to you, my friend. Oh, me, uh, thank you. You are somewhere between the years of 46 and 52, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. So sure, uh, you seems like you have a better clue than I do. I mean, I know that there's a lot of ambiguity about uh, your actual age, even with you uh, yourself. So, uh, yeah, they didn't keep record to where I was born. So, 
Very odd. Very odd. Adds to the mythos, mythos of Larson. Mythos, the mythology. So, yes, uh, yes. so yeah, the lore, if you will. Uh, speaking of mythology and lore, we had some uh, some of that in the squared circle tonight. Um, an up and down night, to say the least. Uh, probably Got that right. Punctuated uh, by two big returns, mm-hmm. one of which uh, was a bit more straightforward and, and to the point than the other. Brock Lesnar showed up at the end of the main event, uh, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Of course, the tribal chief, uh, not a surprise here, beat John Cena, uh, mm-hmm. fair and square, clean as can be. Um, uh, however, uh, after that match, uh, Brock Lesnar face apt ponytail with beard uh, comes yeah. out looking great. And uh, oh, conf- he's in great shape. Confronted the tribal chief, Paul Heyman, uh, uh, scurried away with Roman and, and he was crying. Paul Heyman was so clearly that's the next big monster for Roman yes. to face, given that there's nobody left on the roster, at least until the draft happens. Uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. him to take on. Yeah, it does seem like from the the perspective of Roman's storyline, they're just putting, you know, huge obstacle after huge obstacle in front of him, and he's just mowing right through everybody. Yep. You know, at first he needed help from the Usos. At this juncture, he's powered up enough that he could he could eat three AAs, including one from the top rope, and then still pin Cena absolutely clean. Uh, I would expect the result to be the same whenever he faces Lesnar absolutely clean um and then when uh, uh roman faces the rock at wrestlemania absolutely clean and then after that they should probably start the process of finding out making the decision who's going to beat roman and actually that decision should be starting now so you can build that person up you know whether it's biggie cashing in whether it's an opportunistic cash in one he schedules in advance or whoever it's going to be, you got to start learn, laying the groundwork now. So when that person beats Roman, it makes sense. Uh, my early pick on that is uh, is Matt Riddle, or it's somebody maybe that hasn't even been signed yet, because I feel like they'll just get to it when they get to it. But if Riddle continues his trajectory, the it's it could very well be him. I mean, my God. Um, so let's talk about the other return because I thought the rain Cena match. I do want to start off just on a positive note. There cool. were some good matches tonight. Rain yes. Cena was a good match. Edge Rollins was a terrific match. The raw women's title, which changed hands, went to Charlotte was uh, a really spectacular match. Mm-hmm. That was um, good. There was a lot of good. There was a lot of stuff to like the moment that really sort of deflated the show for me. And I know you said this as well. So I yeah, guess I'll speak totally. for you yeah. was um, the return of Becky Lynch. So, and you uh, think that'd be a moment that would that would elevate the show, you know? You would think it'd be a massive. Oh my God, this is great! Until you learn the details. <laughs> so there's a bit of 4D chess at hand, seemingly Larson, because uh, uh, we'll walk you through it. Bianca you call Belair, it 4D chess. You can call it false advertising. <laughs> you can call it bait and switch, or you can call it a genius at work. Um, so uh, Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair was a scheduled match tonight for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match has been advertised. There were some rumors that this match was in jeopardy. Uh, we don't know what's going on. Something about Sasha not being around. Uh, don't want to speculate on that because it's not our place to do that. Um, however, uh, tonight, 
uh, prior to the match. Well, prior to the match, Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura made it had an entrance. So yeah. they apparently were just there, uh, at, which was curious. And then they ran a video package outlining this Bianca versus Sasha match. And so uh, Bianca Belair comes out. She comes out first. And uh, and then uh, Sasha Banks doesn't come out. Instead, Carmella comes out. So she comes down there, and we're so, all like, hmm, "One second, uh, Greg Hamilton announced that Sasha wasn't there. I mean, they made the announcement. Correct. After they ran that two or three minute long package, hyping up the match they had been advertising for weeks. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So, um, so yeah, he announces that she's not clear to compete. So uh, Carmella comes down. She gets in the ring with uh, with Bianca, and Bianca gets on the microphone and says, uh, Sasha might not happen tonight, but at some point it's going to happen. And then does she say anything else before Becky's music kicks in? What happens uh, let next? Me, let me double check. Let me double check. So, yeah, yeah. Here. Bianca says, uh, yes, I'm going to be fighting Sasha tonight, but I'll take my uh, frustrations out on Carmella. Becky's music hits right as they're about to start the match. She's in, in ring gear. She's ready to go. So you think, okay, triple threat. All right, this is their way to get the belt on Becky where it still you know, protects Bianca. Carmella eats the pin. Not ideal, but okay, I get it. So the first thing Becky does is boot Carmella out of the ring, uh, tosses her out of the ring, and then tells Bianca, I'll be right back, throws Carmella into the ring steps. We don't see Carmella again. Yeah. So Becky gets back in the ring, and her and Bianca have a face-to-face. Becky calls the mic, and uh, she says, what do you say, uh, the EST and the man? Blow the roof off this joint for the SmackDown's title. Bianca says, let's go. A forearm and a manhandle slam later, we have a new champion. Well, hold on a second. You missed the handshake attempt at Becky, and then she sucker punches uh, Bianca with the forearm. Yeah. And then yeah. the manhandle slam, one, two, three. Uh, uh, and you know, this is going to get a crowd pop because it's a title switch. It's Becky. It's Becky. Yeah. But it was so, so they spent all this time. They spent all this time. My camera's right here. Get this out of the way. They spent it's all this time. basically been since, what, December? They spent building up Bianca. Organically building up an in-house talent. And one who, by the way, has everything. And she's learning even more on psychology in the ring, telling stories and stuff with having these yeah. great matches with Bailey and Sasha Banks, right? And she's super over with fans. It's super over. They've gone back out in the road and they're in front of fans. She's super over, super over. So Becky returns, and we we in the lead up, we were like, okay, yeah. So what's the math on where's Becky going to go? Well, Seth is on SmackDown. They're married, so isn't that she's going to be on SmackDown? Then we heard that she's going to be on SmackDown, so she's going to be on SmackDown. But then what are you going to do with Bianca? Well, maybe they're going to do something here, and then they're going to do something here. And so like. You have the biggest face in the company, Becky Lynch, make her triumphant return by sucker punching one of the biggest faces on the uptick, the current SmackDown Women's Champion, who had the biggest WrestleMania moment this year, mm-hmm. the biggest Royal Rumble moment this year, mm-hmm. um, has just been on a killer streak, mm-hmm. and she gets sucker punched. What does this do for either of these women. I just don't get what this is supposed to do for either of them. So let's let's address the crowd, that would say, because I, I always like to pick your brain about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's address the crowd 
that says, let it play out. What possible story could they tell that would make, that would elevate both of these characters here? So, uh, and, uh, I can't remember who it was. A couple people brought up in the in the in our pre-show before we started our recap here that if this is this is a story at this juncture, Becky has become what sh- she disliked on her ascent to the top. She's taking opportunities for other pe- from other people, um, and and she walked into SummerSlam, took an opportunity, and 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 beat. Bianca with two moves after a sucker punch. Um, if that if that's the story, and they push hard on Becky being heel, and it all leads to Bianca beating her, I could see that's that that could be an effective story. However, you have to go to enormous lengths <laughs> for for the crowd to boo Becky. Enormous lengths. They're not to gonna do it. They're not gonna do it. Nobody wants be, to do that insanely difficult for them to do um that's the first caveat uh i mean this this is this is really feels like an instance where becky agreed to come back vid says let's have a moment where she wins the title and that's the extent of the forethought you know yeah it just really screams of that of that moment you know and, 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 and if, if they want to put the belt on becky and just do it quickly why boot carmella from the match Carmella you could have your right cake and eat there. it too right there. You could have the match. You could have Becky have that huge moment. And and you don't it, it, the losses that come uh, at the expense of Bianca, who you've invested a ton of time in building up. And it's been actually really successful. Now, we, her creative hasn't always been really good. We can, she's great. She's gotten over. We can we can dumb it down a little bit. Maybe just maybe just maybe. So, like, this was just the moment that Vince wanted. You're right. You're totally right. There's a smacks of WrestleMania 9. That's exactly what it sounds like, right? Maybe the idea is, okay, we know Bianca is going to be heading over to Raw at the draft, which is in two months, right? And so let's get our big SummerSlam moment. Becky takes the title, says, hey, DTA, right? Somebody here who is this Hollywood Johnny P says, uh, what if Becky's like Stone Cold? He wasn't a good or a bad guy. But the, 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 the parallel here is, the other biggest babyface around that time, I'd say probably Mankind, right? When Foley first won that WWE. Now, imagine Foley wins that WWE title for the first time. The butts and seats line, DX helps him. Stone Cold helps him, right? Yeah. And then, like, the next night or something, right? Stone Cold comes back. Everybody loves Foley. And he stuns Foley and and chumps him out. And they, they, they hand the title back over. Yeah, I'd get a crowd pop, but the people who were like, man, I was really behind Mankind. That guy organically had everybody on his side. It just sort of deflates you a little bit, you know? And who knows? Maybe it back does. then everybody would have loved it, but they wouldn't have done that. They never did anything like that back then, really. Not, not like I not think like of it. Not like I recall. So, like, maybe the idea is, well, Bianca's going to be heading to Raw, where she'll be a big star over there. On SmackDown, she'll call out Becky, say, oh, you gave me a sucker punch. And Becky will say, listen, I've been there. I've been around where I have been chumped out left and right. And it took me being turning into the man. And so lesson learned, right? And so maybe these two on SmackDown or Extreme Rules or something, they have a match. And you can keep them both faces, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a match. And it's a killer match. Bianca's on the verge of a KOD. 
if Sasha's cleared at that point, whatever her situation is, she comes down, interrupts the match, and then Bianca like splinters off into her own thing or ends up the next week or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, like it'd be the next later. week probably. Yeah, yeah. We going to her, Raw, yeah. and she sort of quantum leaps out of the the feud, and maybe everybody looks better. And then her just mere presence on Raw, her, she comes out. It's a new thing. It's a clean slate. She takes on Charlotte. Maybe she beats Charlotte. But I mean, I don't like the odds of that happening either because you know, yeah, there's still Charlotte. the, the well, still the Nikki Ash scenario there because Charlotte tonight decked in, in Thanos gear, and if they're following that story from Infinity War to Endgame, of course. Thanos gets the win at first, and then the heroes have to come up with a plan involving time travel and all that stuff. I don't know how they're going to do that with Nikki um, to ultimately uh, run it back and get the W. Aerostar signed, confirmed. Apparently. But here's another thing about this whole sequence is you had the Nakamura entrance. I like Nakamura. Didn't need it. That wasted two minutes. It was just you confusing. Have that, it was very it confusing. It really was. I was like, does he have a match? Yeah. You have the whole video package hyping a match. That's following next. You know damn well it's not going to happen. Why do that? That's another two minutes you could have saved. You have a Miz TV segment later on that I'm sure was a, a sponsorship thing. Nonetheless, that I mean, from a creative standpoint, didn't need to be there. So that right there is saving about eight minutes off the show that you could dedicate to a real match. Oh, but I mean, they I didn't like, want that, though. I understand. I understand. But it's like a two-pronged thing. I don't like the idea of Bianca losing kind of period and it's worsened by how she lost yeah and yeah. so if you can mitigate how bad that loss looks by having a real match then why don't you do it yeah because it's, it's for that it's the kofi brock thing which by the way you know ignoring the obvious here the optics on both those situations don't look terribly great given wwe's history um so, yeah, dude, I don't know. I was I, I was really looking forward to Becky's return, you know, and it's yep. like I, I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, you guys just enjoy it because it's Becky and she's great. But like, man, I've really grown the as wrestling fans. Don't we isn't like the point for us to get emotionally invested in the characters presented to us on the screen. And Bianca's story is a great one. And I've been invested in her story. And it's like. The second, let's say this is like an end of the second act moment where, oh, she gets, you know, uh, uh, taken out by what's supposed to be the heavy, the bad guy. But Becky's not a bad guy. That's why it's so confusing. You know, it's like the second act moment's supposed to be the antagonist. Becky comes back and it's supposed to be this big moment. She's supposed to be the good guy, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. This is and who knows if if. Plans had to be changed because of Sasha, and this is the best they could come up with. I feel like it's it's this is just a pattern, you know. The, the only reason I address the whole oh wait and see it how how it plays out crowd is because you hear that a lot. But you know, I'm sorry, I, I hate to say this in WWE that rarely plays out. It rarely plays out because it's just you know, like if you pay attention to history. You know Vince does this stuff for the big pop. Go back to WrestleMania 9. That crowd did pop, yeah. by the way. But go back to that. He decided, no, I, I, you know, I don't want to go with Brett. So we're going to go with Hogan. Hogan's assuring Brett that he's going to drop it to him at SummerSlam to build up Brett to actually make something out of him. There, how did that work out for the, uh, the crowd that says, oh, see how this plays out? Doesn't you work know? for me, brother. That's how it played out. Didn't work for me, brother. Another didn't work for me, brother, is evidently Goldberg. 
uh, taking a pin from Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Instead, they decided to tell the story that Goldberg's knee uh, gave out, and then uh, and then the, the the ref just the ref stopped stopped the match. Yeah, the match. Yeah, yeah. So Lashley doesn't get that dub, that win on his resume. Mm-hmm. That pin, you know. Yeah. I mean, I never saw Goldberg tapping out. That wasn't going to happen. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. But. No. And I guess maybe he didn't want to lose to a spear or something. I don't know. What was the last time? What was the last Goldberg match? Drew. Drew. Was that? Yeah, a, that Rumble. was a pin, probably, wasn't it? Claymore. Yeah. Yeah. It took like three, probably three Claymores. Yeah. And he, yeah. He pinned him. And then so there was that one. I don't mean to put you on the spot to test your Goldberg history. He beat the uh, Fiend, but then he lost to Braun at Braun. Mania. Yeah. And Braun I think that was and then Drew. Okay. The year prior. Yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then and then at the end of that, Goldberg yelled at Lashley, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get you." That's he's probably signed a Saudi Arabia match. I would imagine. Maybe with Bobby Maybe. Lashley to to run that one back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Um, so, uh, white brownie says Becky's post-match interview makes it seems like she's a hill. Hell, maybe, maybe she's coming back as a bad guy and, uh, you know, good luck with that. Maybe Bianca will get, well, maybe Bianca will stay, Bianca will stay, will stay on SmackDown and they have plans, uh, to, to get the title back on Bianca. Even that is a really odd choice, you know, to be, you know, like when it's, Slightly different circumstances is different circumstances, but you have fans want to cheer when someone they like comes back. 
And we saw this <laughs> yeah. with Seth Rollins' return from injury. I know he was a heel when he got hurt. He came back and people wanted to cheer him because he's really good. And he, he puts on good matches. Triple H. People were cheering when he came back. Mm-hmm. And they turned they turned they, they had him be a heel. Becky was a face when she left. And she comes back, she can be one of the top faces in the entire company. Yeah. And like just from a business perspective. Yeah. Why would why would you why would you turn her heel? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I know. Do, do they not yeah. understand the up the, the the uphill battle they have just to try to even make that possible and all the creative hurdles they have to successfully navigate to make that happen dude you know what it is it's it's the the, the, they they see like oh man look at how great it's working out for roman let's have becky be a bad guy it's like wait a second no the whole point of doing this with roman is so you can eventually make him a really hot face because he wasn't before and becky was already there she did it yeah yeah I don't know, man. It was, it was, it, it fell flat for me. Hey, if, if people out there liked it, good on you. That's awesome. I, it fell flat for me. It, it deflated the hell out of me. To be honest with you. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, that, that whole segment really did. Let's, let's just jump right into it. Uh, the kickoff show match Biggie versus Baron Corbin once again. Baron Corbin clutching on to Biggie's Money the Bank briefcase really tight. Yes. Just really tight. Afraid that someone might try to take it for him, from him. Uh, anyways. Uh, Biggie, he got the win, and uh, he got his briefcase back here on the kickoff show. Uh, he hit a big ending uh, after an apron splash, and then right after the win, he got that briefcase back. All is right in the world, uh, at least when it comes to Biggie having that contract back in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> all is exactly all is right in the world. Phil is back, and Biggie has the uh, the briefcase back um uh the show opened with uh rk bro versus aj styles and a moss uh this is a fun enough match my notes are so skinned they're so small uh riddle towards the finish uh sent a moss into the led ring post thing to get him out randy meanwhile is mixing it up with aj on the inside randy gets inside the ring randy hits an rko and aj styles for three was there any tease i was sort of i guess happening was there any tease between aj and amos in terms of uh Not that any I noticed, discord no. that'll probably start tomorrow then yeah, yeah they'll, they'll probably start unraveling uh tomorrow i mean it seemed like the story of this one is is riddle got isolated for a good long while gets that hot tag to orton he basically wins the match for him mm-hmm. you know yeah so uh next we got eva marie versus alexa bliss uh lily played a pretty significant role in this bout so when Alexa comes to the ring, she puts Lily on the top turnbuckle. At one point, Eva has the upper hand. She grabs Lily off the top turnbuckle, starts slapping it around, smacks Bliss with it. Bliss screams at her, goes on a run. She picks up Lily and holds it up. And this whole time, like even Marie's like giving dewdrop crap. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Bliss uh, hits a drop toe hold, uh, sends even Marie into the corner. Uh, Bliss misses Twisted Bliss. Uh, Eva Marie goes to the cover. Bliss kicks out, and then Bliss kicks Eva Marie right in the gut. Follows DDT for the win. Uh, afterwards, Eva Marie rolls to the floor, kind of at Dewdrop's feet. Uh, Dewdrop calls from the mic and says, "The loser of this match is Eva Marie," and then puts on her rope. Yeah, kind of interesting. He didn't really go for any uh, supernatural shenanigans here. I figured that'd be the case. Pretty straightforward stuff. I mean, I, I feel like they still kind of have to cover up Eva Marie's lack of actual wrestling ability. Um, which is fine. I think she does good work as a heel. 
And uh, I thought that the uh, moment where uh, Piper would turn on her, stand up for herself, would be a bit more impactful. But I did enjoy. I thought she was good on the mic saying, and the loser of this match. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see uh, what happens on Raw on Monday. Yeah, White Brownie, correct me. Tomorrow's not Monday. Tomorrow's Sunday. I know. Uh, we're gonna it's so weird to have a, a main roster pay-per-view on a Saturday. I can't wait, man. Tomorrow's going to be fun. That Walter Ilya match, that'll get me back. And if Phil got me into wrestling, uh, Becky's return and Bianca sort of got me down. Tomorrow, Walter Ilya, oh, oh. Get you right back up. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of back up, Sheamus and Priest are up for their oh, match hold on. next. You don't want to talk about this uh, RK Bro interview as done by Mario Lopez? think I left the room. What was the bulk of this interview? Uh, uh, Orton says they're back. It's going to be smooth sailing because the three most dangerous letters RK Bro. Mm-hmm. Riddle says Randy was excited tonight. Just wait till he see the, sees the surprise I have for, in store for him on Raw. That might be pretty good. I like these guys together. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Damian Priest and Sheamus. Uh, no word still on if Sean Ross Sapp asked Priest about the Larson Donut story, but we'll hear hopefully about that soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, this is a really, really good, solid match. says right here in my notes, solid match. Uh, the finish saw Sheamus with Priest in a heel hook, uh, and uh, Priest uh, sort of hulks out a little bit, rips off Sheamus's mask, uh, gets him out of the, uh, the, the, the submission, and then hits a reckoning for three. New national champion, Yeah, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Yeah, it was a good hard-hitting match. Uh, uh, we'll get a, a rematch on Raw, though maybe be better because especially like the first i don't know half of the show kind of felt rushed it did yeah totally it did. because initially we thought okay i think they announced that hey the the this this pay-per-view will be done by eight o'clock yeah you know because there's a pacquiao fight they want to give people time to get from the stadium to the arena to watch the fight apparently they changed their mind because the show didn't end until after nine o'clock pacific so yeah, uh, yeah, no, it did. It seemed like they were rushing through this stuff. Um, yeah, they'll have probably a, a Raw rematch where uh, Raw rolls on at least two times. Yeah, probably give them 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, after that, we had a uh, they had the Mysterios backstage. Dom is apologizing for what happened on SmackDown, uh, getting caught by the ref trying to cheat. And Ray was like, hey, just focus on tonight. You know, we're not going to quit. Uh, yes, if uh, Dom is ready to bring those tag titles back to their family, and Dom says, "I am." Yes. Uh, before that, we had uh, Tiffany Haddish presenting the new national champion, Damian Priest. Basically, just said Sheamus is a bully, so uh, this win is all the sweeter. Now I'm United States champion. Mentioned yeah. uh, growing up in a. He mentioned his neighborhood. I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> After that, we had uh, we so we, we talked about this. We actually went through it step by step. This is supposed to be well, hold on, hold on. You, we skipped over. Match. You skipped over the Mysterios versus the Usos, the actual match. I actually skipped over that entire match. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Anyway, that's notes fine. Here, right in my notes, Usos versus Mysterios. Oh, you didn't write anything for that match. Okay, <laughs> fun stuff. It was uh, a solid bout. It was a solid bout, but again, it felt really short. Again, this is like a scenario. Even though the Usos have already beaten. Uh, the Mysterios twice. This is the first time clean, I guess, uh, that uh, we wouldn't be surprised if we get another match on SmackDown where the Usos win again, and that's when the Mysterios finally fall apart. Uh, finish this, saw uh, uh, Ray uh, springboard right into a super kick. Jay falls with a splash. It gets a two count. Dom's going after Jay on the apron, but Jay dumps Dom on the floor. Jimmy misses a splash. Ray hits him with a 619. 
hits Jay with a penalty kick and he goes up top. Uh, Jimmy gets his knees up while Ray's going for a frog splash. We get a super kick from him. He tags in Jay. Usos hit stereo super kicks and then Jay hits the splash off the top for the win. For the win. Yes. Fun stuff. Good match. Uh, after that, we already went through the Bianca versus Sasha stuff. Yeah, pretty much beat for beat for beat. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we totally did. Um, and then we had uh, it's funny because I mean the great thing about that whole sequence that I didn't mention was that Bianca the entire time was selling the confusion, you know, like from Mella coming out, she's like, gets on the mic, okay, Sasha, at some point we're gonna do this. Then Becky comes out, she's like, what? And even when Becky laid laid out the challenge, she was like. It took her a while to respond. She's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Okay, clock, and then manhandle slam, and then, you know, she's sitting there, she's like, I just lost big blue. <laughs> the hell? Yeah. yeah. Uh, after uh, that, after match, that yeah. we had the uh, uh, Gable Stevenson and uh, Tamara Mensah-Stock, two uh, gold medal winning Olympic wrestlers. Yeah. Walked down to the ring. And that was it. They walked into the ring. Yeah, they're like, they're, they, they disappeared in whatever hole Shinsuke and Boogs fell down. I guess uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gable Steveson looked disappointed that Bianca just got jobbed out too. <laughs> he came out there and was like, there's no chance in hell I'm signing here. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like, he's like, he probably showed up. He was like, hey, Vince, I saw you brought CM Punk back. And he's like, what? No. That was the other company. And he's what watching on the monitor as 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 Bianca takes that takes yeah. that loss and is like, he was like, "Hey, you no. want a contract?" No, <laughs> no. Uh, after that, we had uh, Charlotte versus Nikki versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah, like you said, Charlotte Charlotte dressed as Thanos. Uh, solid match again. This is actually really good stuff. Like there was that moonsault bit to the floor on Rhea and Nikki that looked horrifying, but then you see the other angle and Nikki was okay. Um, yeah, no, it was good stuff. Nikki tapped out to Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, again, you know, if if you if you look at it from the the Marvel Cinematic Universe story they've told, um, uh, it uh, yeah, it seemed like as soon as as soon as Charlotte walked out in Thanos gear, it's like okay, she's winning. Mm-hmm. Cause that's 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 the template they're following seemingly, and if that's the template they're following, then Charlotte had to win this one. So Nikki could, I guess, now figure out how to actually be actually be a superhero, take down the supervillain. Yeah, I guess so. You know, it's or, just such a weird story where they have the moment, the crowning moment, where she beats Charlotte and wins the title, happen at like the beginning of Act Two. You know? Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What you're saying is true. It should be the story about how she's become a superhero. It ain't that, though. It's just that Vince has given up on it. I saw a video earlier today on Twitter of, like, Nikki showing up and uh, and crying because she was like, oh, wow, SummerSlam, this is great. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, this was filmed moments after she was told she's losing that title and that Vince has given up. She, she totally was, yeah, no, Vince wants to go in a different direction. Hold like, up. Did you, did you skip gender versus Drew McIntyre, too? Did I? Oh wow, I did. Yeah, look at that. That was that was a really short match. Uh, mm. Drew largely dominated the entire time. Yeah, hits Claymore, gets the win. Uh, after that, uh, Veer and Shanky hit the ring. Ooh, Drew to, tried to, to take their heads off with that sword. Yeah, to tend to gender, and Drew gets his sword and swings it at him. My notes are terrible. Takes a swing. My notes are just horrible today. 
You're trying to make sure the show, the show, make sure the show ended by eight o'clock. Dude, That's what you're. I was for so deflated by that. I was like, I was just racking my brain. I was on Twitter. Man. Yeah. 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 The, yeah I was. Like, I was. I was rooting for Gender too. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. After that, we had Seth Rollins versus Edge. So it was cool. Seth had some cool Almost gear. Um, and Edge came out to the Brood theme at first, came up through the ground with all the fire and smoke and all that. And that was cool because mm-hmm. the Brood theme is fantastic. Top five theme all time, in my estimation. And he takes on like five or ten steps. The lights come down and he does his normal pose and his normal theme. I'm like, OK, we got taste. That's fine. But if I hear Brood theme, I want that. I want the whole no thing. disrespect to Edge's theme because it's fine. Heard it too many times. It's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers by this time. I've heard it too much. It's solid, but I've heard it too much. Because then if I feel like, all right, the brew thing's, I know it's a gimmick. The brew thing is just like, all right, here's a gimmick to do, get a cheap pop, and then let's move on to Edge as we know him, you know? Mm, Yeah, yeah. So all the talk he had about, oh, I got to find, you know, the darkness within me and channel that to beat you, Seth. Well, if you really are channeling, come out in the puffy shirt you wore as a member of the brood, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Play the whole theme. Yeah, I know Gangrel's yeah. not there. Christian can't be there. Come up with the goblet of blood, all that. Yeah, right. the whole nine yards, or don't yeah. get to me at all. Do the entire thing. Bring uh, what was his uh tag team partner's name? Who's Edges? It's Christian, man. Yeah, Paul the other Famer. guy in the Brood. Bring it. Find out what happened to him. Bring him in. I wonder if he got fat. No, I can confirm he did not. Don't know what happened to that guy. He has uh, all his hair and doesn't have a mustache. I wonder what he looks like bald with a mustache. All right, Larson, what happened next? This is a good match. Uh, so uh, early on, Seth is working over Edge's neck, ram it to a ring post, ramming it to the ring steps, uh, hitting sling blades, uh, and then Edge makes a comeback. He hits a spinning neck breaker off the top, hits an executioner. Yes. That gets him a two. Yeah. Uh, Seth sends Edge the second turnbuckle. Uh, Edge responds with the reverse X factor. I don't remember what Edge punt he calls that one. That gets him another two. Edge goes up top. Seth jumps up there, hits the superplex Falcon Arrow combo for a two count. He sets it for a stomp. Edge dodges that. Seth looks for a pedigree. Edge escapes. Hits a glam slam. Yeah. Shout out to Beth Phoenix. Shout out to his wifey. Gets a two. So uh, Seth drapes Edge's neck across the top rope. Looks for a stomp on the apron. Edge avoids that. Rams Seth into the ring post. Falls with a spear off the apron to the floor. Uh, back of the ring, he's set up for a spear. Seth reverses that to a pedigree. That was, that's always cool when Seth does that. They get Seth the two count. Seth looks for a Phoenix splash, misses. Edge hits the spear. Seth kicks out of that. Edge, shouting out to his best friend, Christian, looks for a kill switch. Seth escapes, hits a couple forearms to the back of Edge's neck, then a super kick. He's looking for a stomp. Edge catches it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Pushes his foot dun, up. Dun, 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 yeah, dun. Superman 2 moment. Dun, dun, uh, dun. Puts Seth in the educator. Educator. Yeah, Seth escapes. He rolls up Edge. Edge kicks out, and he puts Seth in the deal. He puts, he, him, in he puts deal. him in the deal. He's in the deal, but the deal yeah. doesn't finish him off. It's like sort of a different version of the deal. It, well, because Seth pries out of that, and Edge starts slamming Seth's head into the mat like six, seven, eight times. I lost count. Yeah, and then does a modified deal to get the win. Yeah, modified deal got the win. He should yeah. call that something. Well, I mean, the, the deal is the name. That's the best name for it. It is, yeah, but the, all of his moves have some edge involved in it. So he's turned to the, the edge deal. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't know what it is, man. Anyways, Anyways. they announced that Money in the Banks could be in Vegas next year. I think at a, at Allegiant Stadium in July, but we're all avoid July Fourth weekend, yeah. But we're gonna go there in May for Double or Nothing, have some fun at the roulette table. Oh, hopefully, hopefully. Oh hopefully. man, we're gonna be in the uh, uh, the the Ligma variant by that time. It might be the Bofit variant. Is it the yeah, Bofit variant or the Ligma yeah, variant? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My uh, nuts, it's gonna be a meme. Double or nothing plans, and then Ligma variant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After that, we got for some reason Miz TV on a, a on a major four pay per view. This shouldn't be happening. Um, so I guess during the kickoff show, Miz drove up in a truck with some bottled water company, and so uh, they they come out and say, "Hey, this party's looking dry. We have a new uh, water squirt, squirting apparatus." Something to keep in mind. I'm I'm guessing Miz and Morrison didn't know that. That at this point already in the show, apparently the concession system in the stadium stopped working. Yes. It was cashless. And so it was yeah. all used cards, stadium. The, the thing, it just didn't work. The deal stopped working. The deal stopped definitely working. stopped working. It stopped working. So, man, I, I heard, I heard, we heard somewhere that they were giving out some free stuff. Um, and anyway, so they have this new uh, water squirting apparatus, Dripstick 2000. And Miz is like, all right, show it, show it off, John. And John's like, I don't have it. You have it. Xavier Woods, who's just some great. Uh, uh, Scott Hall inspired. Yeah, gear. look, it was like it was like yes, a cool fantastic. combo of Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. Yeah. Like it was like a raw gate version of both personas. Yeah, and he has it, and it's like a, a Ghostbusters proton pack, but it's got a water jug in back. You know, yeah, it was huge. It was pretty massive, like a full size one you find in the office. And so he walks the ring, and it's like, hey, I grabbed this from your truck. Miz wants it back, and Wood says, "Well, let's get a second opinion." He does. He says, "Survey time," much like. Scott Hall did in WCW. WCW. And so he asked, hey, crowd, do you want me to give this back to the Miz and Morrison? Of course, they say no. And he says, do you want me to squirt him? And crowd says yes. And uh, he says, one more for the good guys, and then squirts him. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty impressive stream, too. Uh, Ulysses here texted, said, make sure to mention that the piece, the, 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 the uh, uh, concession system failed, the payment system failed after the second match, and nobody was allowed to buy beer after that. No beer, no spirits there at Allegiant. They're, they're, uh, wow. What do they used to wow. call them? Teetotalers. Um, yeah. A couple more variants here being mentioned by chat to be on the lookout the Sugma variant and the, <laughs> the Chokan variant. So keep an eye on those ones. Thank you for recapping Ms. TV on a freaking pay per view. Uh, no problem. We got two matches left. You get the, the next one W title bout. <laughs> Did you take notes for this one? Did you write that this match happens to you? You want to hear them? Yeah. Do you want to hear them? They're great. Yeah, sure. Hit me with them. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Goldberg's knee gives out. Ref calls it. Goldberg kid <laughs> runs in as Lashley destroys his old man. <laughs> and then I just put one star. I didn't even one write star. what happened to the kid. 
It was an awful match. It was awful. Like this they got to stop. They got to stop bringing Goldberg in for matches because he he's can't gonna die, man. He's gonna he's, hurt himself, or he's gonna hurt somebody else, or he's gonna. This is listen, listen, man. This is a legitimate fucking concern. I don't want to see a guy die, but like that old man is gonna get in the ring and just die at some point. I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that. Yeah. Holy it, crap! I, it's terrifying to see him out there. It really is. It is. I know. It's I know. really, it really scary. Is. It is. It really is. It is. So I'll, I'll flesh out Steve's notes just to scope. So uh, Bill started selling knee after Lashley looked for a jackhammer. Bill blocked it, tries for one of his own. And uh, or actually, I think he, he, he started selling it after he reversed Lashley's. Um, and later on, MVP hits Bill in the back of his leg with, with his cane and looked like uh, Lashley speared Goldberg in his leg. And he's limping around all over the place. He's out on the floor. He barely stand up. Uh, Lashley rams in the ring post a couple times. Uh, Goldberg gets back in the ring. He can't even stand up. Rest like, all right, call the match. It's over. And so Lashley gets a chair and takes it to the back of Goldberg's leg. Just starts wrecking him with the chair. And Gage, Goldberg's, Goldberg's son, jumps in on Lashley's back. Lashley gets him off and puts him in the hurt lock. And MVP calls to the mic. He's like, hold on. Lashley didn't know who that was. He didn't know it was Goldberg's son who ran the ring. And Goldberg uh, goes over and crawls over to cover up Gage. And MVP just says, and you're still your champion, almighty Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, there was that one part also when you mentioned MVP hitting Goldberg with the cane. Uh, Goldberg, like, waited a good three seconds before he was like, oh, wow, that's supposed yeah. to hurt. Hey, what? Hey, ow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a mess. And then Goldberg afterwards, yeah, he got on top of his kid. and he, <laughs> 69 me, Don. He got on top of his kid and was like, oh, I'll kill you, Bobby. I think he said that. I think he was like, I'll kill you. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, MVP is like, hey, fan comes at you. have seen what, hey, that's what we're going to watch on Thursday on the Smash Zone. Some of that shit where, like, Triple H and Austin are about to have a match and the fan runs in at, like, a house show. And then they just, Triple H starts kicking his head endlessly. <laughs> beat the heck out of that guy. They really did. Uh, then we got our main event for the Universal title, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. John Cena's strategy was early roll-up. He yeah. went for a lot of roll-ups throughout yeah. this match, especially early. Roman keeps... So the, the pattern was Cena goes for roll-up. Reigns kicks out. Uh, he beats up Cena a little bit. Uh, Reigns repeat for a good stretch. One point, Reigns has upper hands. He's standing on the ring steps holding the Universal title. Mm -hmm. uh, then eventually, uh, uh, Cena starts... Uh, hitting some AAs. He hits one after a five-knuckle shuffle. Roman kicks out. Mm -hmm. uh, Cena puts him in the STF. Roman gets the bottom rope. Uh, uh, Cena AAs Roman through the announce table. Uh, that only gets him a two, though. Eventually, later on, he hits another AA from the top rope. That gets him a two. Uh, and then uh, Cena's looking for a spear of his own. Instead, he runs into a kick from Roman. They're trading some strikes. Roman hits a pair of Superman punches. And Roman follows that those punches with the spear to get the win. And then he's Bant. celebrating a bit. Now comes Brock. Bant. His weird face app. Ponytail and beard. Yeah. And he's got like a weird, like a, it was like a, it wasn't a suplex city shirt. It was like a tight tank top. It's like Steve, hey, it was my fit. It was my Vegas fit. He stole it. Tank top. Well, he didn't have, well, he was tucked into his jeans. <laughs> yeah, I was, I planned on and tucking he, mine into my jeans. He didn't have a fanny pack. Yeah. Part of your well, he didn't, he didn't come out with one, but you know, backstage, yeah. he totally had a fanny pack. Could have, could have, that could've. shit happened. 
Right? Um, and so he just comes out, has a, a stare down with Roman, and Heyman kind of uh, goes to the apron. And he was he's crying. He's crying, yeah. And then yeah. so Heyman and, and Roman leave, and then the show just ends with Brock in the ring. Apparently, though, after the show went off the air, uh, Brock just went and, and suplexed John Cena all over went the place. Went nuts on John Cena, yeah. Suplex City. Suplex City. So this will be interesting. I'm looking forward to this. I said this before. I'm looking forward to Rome, the new dynamic between Roman and Brock with mm-hmm. Heyman. What side is he going to pick? Are we going to get some sort of kayfabe explanation as to when Heyman left Brock and you know approached Roman, or is that going to be told in the in the pages of a Boom Studio comic book? I'd like to know that stuff. Um, so. <laughs> Asian Murray, Asian Murray here says Brock gave him the strokema, so that's a you know possibility that variant, the strokema variant. But uh, anyways, yeah, Brock, random Xerox says Brock returned with Dean Ambrose gear. It looked like Dean Ambrose sized yeah. shirt too. Yeah, it I was know. so tight you could it see really every was. ripple of his nipples. Virtually. Um, anyways, that's gonna do it for us. What a goofy ass review for a goofy ass show. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to shout out some of these subs yep. and send you on your way to a different Twitch channel via raid. Uh, yeah. Hang out with us tomorrow night. Are we going to do takeover at YouTube or takeover on Twitch? Let's do it on it's Twitch. Twitch is more fun. Twitch is more fun. Yeah. All we'll right. do Twitch it on Twitch. Fun. There we go. Thanks. <laughs> Twitch is fun. Confirmed. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.